In last week's episode, we talked about ways to abide in winter, and one of those things was to reflect and renew your mind, body, and spirit. And for me, that often looks like making time for myself and things that I enjoy, making time for my hobbies, for me to just be me, the gifts and talents and interests that God created me with. But the challenge is how. How do I find time to do the things I enjoy as a busy mama? So I hope that we can answer this question today and look at six practical ways to find time for yourself because you definitely deserve it. So put your AirPods in, plug your phone into your car, grab some coffee, do whatever it is you're doing, and let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. I want to read this review to you. It comes from Katie. She says, Kaysen is so inspiring and encouraging. Every episode is relatable and I feel less overwhelmed hearing her message. Katie, I am so glad that you feel less overwhelmed and that you are reminded you're not alone. You're not the only one. And I'm so glad these episodes are encouraging you. If you have not already, would you consider leaving a review wherever you're listening right now? Let us know why you listen to the show, what you love about the show. And when you do this, it not only encourages me, of course, I love reading your feedback and hearing from you guys, but you're also partnering with me and spreading this message to women all around the world. And I'm so appreciative when you take time to do that. So if you haven't already, please consider leaving a review wherever you're listening right now. So let's get into it. How in the world can we find time for ourselves as busy moms? I'm going to give you six things. They're super practical. There's nothing new under the sun. Okay, so these aren't earth shattering, but... They will be helpful if you can figure out a way to kind of make them work for you and the season that you're in right now. So these are in no particular order, six things that are going to help you find time for yourself. Number one, schedule it. Schedule your me time. Plan specific blocks of time in your day, in your daily schedule that are dedicated to your personal time, whatever that looks like for you. I will link below to the time blocking episode. There's a free mom's guide to time blocking whole little guide that you can work through. Even if it's just 10 to 20 minutes, having it marked out or planning for it, it makes it more likely to happen. So maybe that involves a conversation with a family member or your husband, whatever that looks like for you. Think outside of the box and figure out, okay, I would like to schedule some time for myself. How can I do that? And then do it, do it, do it as best you can. Like I said, 10 to 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, however you can do it, whether you're solo planning, like you're going to somehow your kids are going to be taken care of, or it's going to be during nap time, or if that involves someone else helping you, then schedule time for yourself. The second way that you can find time for yourself is utilizing nap time. I know this is probably very obvious, but my go-to when my kids still had nap times was a nap for myself, which there is nothing wrong with that if that's what you need, or Netflix or my phone. And then before I knew it, the baby was crying and I was like, no, 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 I haven't done what I wanted to do. No, 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 please, no, please, no, please, no. I just wasted all of nap time doing this thing that was not me time. It was not me time. 
And so use nap time as your sanctuary. Think about instead of rushing to do chores or doing this or doing that or wasting it essentially on your phone or with Netflix, unless that's what you need. Like you have to know yourself, but I knew that that's not what I needed. I did not need to be on my phone. I needed to be doing something that would feel like take care of my soul and me time, something I enjoyed. And so instead of rushing to do chores or whatever that looks like for you working, maybe you relax, maybe you read a book, maybe you meditate, maybe you go outside. I don't know. Whatever rejuvenates you, whatever makes you you. We That's the cool thing is God has made each of us uniquely individual. And so what fills me up is not going to fill up the next person. And her her the ways that she cares for her soul is not going to work for me. So, you know, I've rarely been upset about my decision to do something that refills and refuels my soul. If anything, I feel like it gives me more energy and drive to go get those chores done or whatever it is that I put off in the first place. I'm not really sure how that works. I'm sure there's some sort of psychology around it. So using nap time, unless you really need a nap yourself, then you just got to do what you got to do. But that's one option as well. So number three is early mornings or late nights. Now we've talked about this before. I'm not a morning person. You know this. You may not be a morning person either, and that's okay. But can you get up 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes before your kids? If you're sleeping through the night, early mornings may be an option for you. And it does sound counterintuitive. It's like, wait, what? Getting up before my kids or staying up after them? But that can provide you some peaceful, uninterrupted time where you can have some me time. It does I don't think most of us would classify me time as like Netflix and scrolling and that that's wasted, right? I mean, unless it's like a really, really good show, but when we're binging and it's like 2 a.m. and we should have been in bed by now, like long, long time ago, that's never worth it. We always feel worse. We always feel worse whenever we do that. And so it does require that we put down our phone or turn off the TV. And I'll be the first one to tell you, it's really, really hard to do, especially at night, because at night I'm kind of done and I'm ready to just like zone out. But I've found that when I do go do like a stretch or a meditation or write in my journal or listen to worship music or whatever it is, take a bath with a candle or get in the shower, whatever, I am always so glad that I did it. It's always worth it, right? So utilize early mornings or even late nights after the kids have gone to bed. Um, Another thing is to trade babysitting or childcare with other parents, maybe other moms in your area. You can coordinate with them for an occasional like babysitting swap. Or I know a group of moms, they did like this co-op thing where all the moms got together and then one mom got to go out and they would rotate through that. And that allows each of you to have dedicated time for yourself while being confident that your kids are well taken care of. So get a group of moms together or trade out babysitting with someone you know that you trust and utilize that for your me time. That would be perfect. Another thing, we're going to go there, okay? We're going to go there. This is number five. Utilize technology wisely. When needed, there's nothing wrong with utilizing screen time to keep your children entertained. Like there's just nothing wrong with it, in my opinion. I'm sure there are scientifically things that's melting our brains. I know. I get that. I get that. But I'm talking like 15, 30 minutes. You can find so many educational programs. You can find age-appropriate apps, things that will captivate them 
Most kids, my four-year-old cares nothing in the world about a tablet. She does not care about a tablet at all. She'll watch TV and TV shows, but she will not play on a tablet. I don't know what it is. But using technology to get yourself some me time or a break or whatever it is you need, you know, 15, 30 minutes or however long you choose. I know there are lots of different opinions when it comes to this. I just wanted to offer my input as in, in that I believe it could be an option for a way for you to find me time. So full permission to do that. I give permission to myself. Maybe you just need permission. Give yourself permission to do that. It will be okay. Especially if it's like once a day or once a week or however you're talking about fitting in this me time. And this number six is a literal last resort. Okay. Last resort involving your kids in whatever activity it is or a different activity that also helps you to kind of wind down. Okay. This is like worst case scenario, I guess you could say, because I recharge by being alone. But when I have no other choice, I will engage my kids in activities that also allow me to unwind too. So this could be like coloring together, reading together, doing a puzzle together, getting outside together, whatever unwinding looks like for you or whatever's relaxing for you and fills your soul, you know, charges you up. You can always have your kids do it with you. That still counts. And there are times where that's the only way that it will be done. You know, so maybe you're like, hey, everybody, we're going to come and let's all color or let's all do a puzzle. Or another thing that isn't on the list that you could have them do is choose a quiet activity and everybody sit at the table and do it together. You know, depending on the ages of your kids, it could be at the carpet, whatever. And then you do what it is you want to do. Maybe you read your book in the corner or maybe you're painting or whatever it is that fills you up. So I hope that these six ideas are super, super practical and help you make time for yourself because like I said, you deserve it. You deserve it. You really do. It's not selfish. It's not indulging. It's not, you're not neglecting anyone else and their needs by, we neglect ourselves, right? Like we neglect our needs so often and we don't bat an eye. And um, I always come back to that verse and, and I hope that I'm not misspeaking, but the verse, I think it's in Matthew where Um, Jesus is given the greatest commandment and he says, love Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And there have been times and seasons in my life where I didn't really love myself that much and I wasn't kind to myself and I didn't take care of myself and myself just, I, I don't know. So basing that verse off of like that season of my life, that was that would not have been saying much for me to love someone else in that way. Obviously, we love ourselves and, and we want our needs to be taken care of. But I think you can maybe relate to those times and those seasons where we just put ourselves like beyond last. If there was something after last, that's where we would be. And I hope you know that God loves you and God values you and he He does not see you caring for your soul and doing things that he designed to fill you up. He doesn't see that as selfish. He doesn't see it as, you know, you're a bad mom or a bad person. And I don't know why there's this narrative of like, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're just supposed to be with your kids 24-7. You're not supposed to do anything else. You're not supposed to like anything else. You're just supposed to enjoy it because I don't know. I don't know why that narrative exists, but 
I believe it's a false narrative and I believe that we should find time for things that fill us up, whether we do that alone or with our kids. Everyone's different, but find time for yourself and be flexible and be forgiving, like understanding not every plan's going to work out. Not everything's going to be perfect. There are going to be days when your me time might not materialize. It might not happen. And there are definitely going to be times when it doesn't go as planned. So being flexible and forgiving yourself in those moments is so, so important as well. So I hope you will try some of these things out and let me know how it goes. I love hearing from you and finding out what is helpful and what's encouraging. So send me a message or tag me on social media and let me know. And I will see you back here next week, friend. Today's episode is sponsored by Haya, the daily children's multivitamin made with 12 organic fruits and veggies. Formulated by pediatricians, Haya helps even the pickiest eaters fill in common nutritional gaps for total peace of mind. And for a limited time, your first order and refillable glass bottle is just $15 and shipping is free. Just click the link below to order.